We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Number one, Brett Gardner. Is he in your phone, by the way? Can you call Brett? Uh, Brett might be in there. Brett might. I could definitely. <laughs> d- that's a DM I'd slide into. Would you? Yes. Do you want? Are you done with Brett Gardner? Would you give him a call? I know it's been a year, but. Eh. I would like to be done, <laughs> but I do understand the uh, the importance and dire need of this situation. But yeah, I'd like to be done. All right. You know, I think they're done because I had read two weeks ago, and I believe this is so disrespectful. I am so sorry to the Yankee fans out there, that last year the Yankees would not give away his locker in spring training and during the season. They never gave it away. They were holding it out. Ah, you never know if he comes back his locker. They gave it away this year. If that's not bad enough, I know who they gave it to. I, I am so sorry. Break the news. Go ahead. I didn't break the news, All in fairness. Right. I think I read it on MOB.com. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Hulk probably had it. They gave it to Aaron Hicks. Can Ooh, you believe that? Yeah, that's tough. They that's gave tough. it to Aaron Bleepin Hicks. So maybe the door shut on Gardner. Now, what about Jerickson Profar? That guy still hasn't signed as a free agent. You want to bring his ass in? Stick him in the outfield? I think they might have to. I, well, at least they're, they're probably having that conversation right now. They have to be. I think so because one of the options they have, and I mentioned this the other day in terms of left field, was play stand in right field all the time. Like, make him an outfielder again. That is their best option. Like, right now, if you go stand in right Judge in center, and whomever in left. Like, the the battle that we were supposed to have, whether it's Oswaldo, or it's Aaron Hicks, or it's Floreal, or whomever it is. That's And then you DH DJ LeMahieu, or you DH Glaber. That's probably your best option. But I don't know, man, if they've got the guts in April, especially, to stick stand in the outfield every Talk day. about a strained oblique. <laughs> I mean, that 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 you have a strained oblique in right, or wherever. Like that, he, I mean, history has shown us, Yes, he loves to play the field. We all know that. He said he loves playing the field. He does, yeah. I don't know if his body could hold up. Yeah. I don't know. The, the one thing is that he's never gotten hurt playing the outfield. Like, all the injuries he's had. I remember there was one injury he had when he was hitting in the cage. I, I remember that was one injury. It was like, oh, yeah, he hurt himself hitting in the cage. So, I know it feels like there's more risk of him playing the outfield, but we haven't seen him get hurt playing No, but it is a numbers game. It's just uh, if you're just talking about percentages of even randomness of injury, if he's out there in the field, that goes higher. And he has shown that the randomness injury bug does hit him. Yeah. There's a part of me that also thinks, so Estevan Florial was a prospect for many years for the Yankees. Yes. And we've heard his name a lot. We've (laughs) barely seen him play. He's out of options, which basically means if he's not on the roster, they lose him. They put him on waivers. Somebody else would take him. I would almost look at this as an opportunity, like a last ditch. All right, you know what? Let's find out. Let's find out about this guy. Let's stick him in center field. We know he can play the position defensively, and let's see what he can do for two weeks. 
And let's just say, and if it's bad, we move on. And we realize, okay, we wasted our time on Estevan Florial. And I think in this new world of baseball where so many teams make the playoffs, that you can afford to do it. You, know, you almost have the ability now to kind of give guys more rope and opportunity because the Yankees are not bad enough where they're going to bury themselves in April. That's right. almost impossible to do. And you ha- that's what I meant when I said, you, you know, we talk about the length of the season. You, you almost have to use that to your advantage here and try these things because it's really getting, to me, it's getting alarmingly desperation time for these these cases, these issues we're talking about. So I think you, I think you have to try stuff like that. Or you go sign, so like I said, you go sign someone and hope for the best. And that, that to me, is proven to be less effective. I think when it's like an in-house thing, you just know those players better. So you want to take that shot. Yeah, plus you got to give Jurisson Profar money. You know, right. I, I don't think it's a lot, but it's probably like 8 or $9 million. He still hasn't signed. He's actually playing in the World Baseball Classic for Netherlands. And one quick thing about the WBC. These crowds are insane. Like in Japan, it's amazing. They're to watch. singing, they're yeah. dancing. Like it's like I, soccer. It's like it's like yeah. World Cup games. Can we start doing that here in New York? No, no, that's not happening. Why not? We can't sing during a Met game uh, or a Yankee in, game in October, bro. Well, you know, you'll have trumpets at the Met game. You'll have your you'll have your uh, wonderful uh, copycat trumpet situation. Like, sure, what that? What, what, what was that? You know what I'm getting at? The copycat copying what? Uh, he has and, trumpets when it comes An amazing out? closer coming out to music and using high-end cameras that are just not lying around anywhere to film him in slow motion, fast motion, high def, 4K, 5K. And doing it once was really cool. That was dope. I loved it. I, by the eighth time, I was like, I get it. I get it. I'm not saying don't play the trumpets. I'm saying don't jam it in my face, even on Twitter, when I'm not trying to look at Matt stuff. There it is. There's your uh, inner Met hatred. You got an issue with Edwin Diaz's trumpets? I don't have an issue with it. I think it's great for the fans in the stadium. I have an issue with trying to jam it into pop culture as a thing. Why? Because it was cool. It was cool. Was cool. The key word in there is was. What? It's overblown now? Yes. I think when you shoot it 15 times with all those different camera angles of him coming out of the bullpen like it's some... It's They're trying to make it mystical. And I think he's an amazing closer. And maybe it'll become mystical one day. Right. It's not mystical. We know what's mystical. What's mystical? And Mariano- to the Sandman oh, is mystical. Well, first of all. Come on. Mariano Rivera is the greatest closer in the history of, of baseball. I could actually argue and tell my kids someday that the greatest baseball player I ever saw was Mariano Rivera. I can make that argument. I never saw someone as good at his job than Mariano Rivera. I mean, that's a that's not a crazy statement, right? No, I I he's 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 probably my Third favorite Yankee of all time. Third favorite Yankee. Well, I, I just, and again, Jeter eclipsed one. No, that's fine. Mattingly as a kid, because of my childhood, was two. And then Mariano's. You three. know what, though? Before I say this about Mariano, I'm proud of you. What? I'm proud. I'm ve- I actually like what you just said. Oh, you're said. setting me up for a negative comment. No, right now. not never. I would never. I'm proud that you are one of the few that grew out of the Mattingly infatuation enough to say Jeter's number one. I had it. Well, it's. Because yeah. there's a lot of Mattingly guys, and I respect, like, BT's a Mattingly guy, and it's great. But Derek Jeter blew him away. Yes, right? yes. It, the, but the biggest shame is that you know, just if you, it really is such a shame of when he ended it, and then they go on that run. That I'll never get over. That I sucks. still feel bad. That sucks. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, you know, and we watched Yankee. You, you talked about football porn, Yankee porn. That Jeter doc, we all saw it. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. So yeah, yeah he's great. no, he's by far number one. I got the chance to meet Rivera 
And I was, it, I was more nervous than meeting any... You know, I've met a lot of actors, never really been nervous. You put me in front of Mariano Rivera, my hands were shaking. <laughs> well, I mean, he's God. I was real nervous. He's a closing God. With that said, uh, his intro was not as good as the Edwin Diaz trumpets. It's just not. Uh, better closer, again, of course. There wasn't better, better cameras answer. back then. <laughs> nah, just enter Sandman. It's whatever. Oh, great. It's Metallica. Let's oh, all... great. The game's over. We hear, we heard the song. We could just get out of here because we know the game's over because he's coming down to mow everybody I'm not down. I'm arguing he is even better. Of course. Uh, here it is. See? It's, it's he's going to put your whole dreams to sleep. I, 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 get, I get the reason for it. All right. When did you fall out of love with the trumpet? I still haven't. Oh, come on. What are you talking so you're about? Gonna be, you're going to be at the city field. <laughs> you're going to be doing that? Dude, I've got an Edwin Diaz bobblehead at home in which if you press a button, the trumpets play. Now, my son plays with that all the time. He thinks it's the coolest. I get it. Yes. But, you know what? Uh, I would have fallen out of love with the Edwin Diaz trumpets to, to, to seriously answer your question. Once he blew a big game, and last year, partially because the Mets didn't give him opportunities in the postseason... He didn't blow a big game. Like, there's no moment of Edwin Diaz collapsing from last year. There is from 2019, obviously, but not from last year. So, for me, he was still that mystical, dominant figure who's not the reason they lost. And I think the trumpets are awesome. And here's the real big difference. Right? We're like children arguing this. The trumpets were a song we never heard before. Enter Sandman. Come on, man. We've all heard Metallica. Big freaking deal. Wait, have we never heard the trumpet song before? I never heard it before. Do you think anyone's ever heard it? Do you think it's an original Edwin Diaz song? I think basically Timmy Trumpet had five people who heard the song, and Edwin Diaz made him famous. Yeah. I think that's my favorite answer. I'll accept you hating on NRC. And you're right. Edwin Diaz did not blow any big games. Didn't. The rest of the team just had to collapse. Well, yeah, I guess. Right. You're right. Sure. (laughs) Yes. Look, if you can, if you, you know, Get some playoff saves for years and years and years, and then I'll say I want to hear the trumpets. But yeah, right it's tough now, to blow a playoff game when your starting pitcher gives up seven runs and, <laughs> runs and gets booed off the field. Edwin it's Diaz tough. Is no, no, I'm yet. saying you're right. Definitely it's not. not definitely it's, not. It's, definitely, it's, he's right. Definitely not. That's what it's, it's tough to blow that game as a reliever. But I've noticed this because, like, you're not the only one. Keith McPherson does a great job doing nights here. He was mocking when they brought Timmy Trumpet to City Field for the Dodger series, the live performance, and he was mocking it. And saying, up, oh, that's when things went to hell for the Mets. Yes, he's right. What do you mean he's right? I think he's right. How did things go to hell? Because they started losing the bad teams because Timmy Trumpet played a trumpet on a Wednesday you afternoon? Know, you were talking so much before about karma and all this stuff. And now you're bringing the guy to L.A. and you're trying to jam this trumpet in, in everyone's face. Well, first of all, that's not bad karma. Celebrating your own guy with a song is not bad karma. Implying Emmanuel that, quickly dancing in Boston, bad karma. Implying that you are a lights out closer for years and years that deserves a historic entrance because they tried to make it a historical entrance. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool in the beginning, and then when you keep doing it, you're trying to make it a thing. To me, you're telling me, oh, this game's over because Diaz is coming in. Oh, we heard the trumpets. Game's over. Well, that's what, that's karma. What, but it was. For a while. It's a, look, if Edwin Diaz had blown a game that cost the Mets the season, I would buy this dopey point. I it's would. not a dopey point. You're you talking about karma. You're all a bunch of jealous dopes. That's what I've learned. <laughs> That's what I think about you Yankee think they fans. Because of something I said. <laughs> That's right. He's right about that. All right, let's get to some of your calls. How about Jeff and Howard Beach? What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up, Jerry? What's up, Evan? Hey, real quick. Can I give a shout out to my son, bro? He just made the Dean's list at college. Nice. Good for you. Good congrats. for him. Hey, c- congratulations, Tyler Mashore, Brady. Way to go, buddy. I'm awesome. University. Great to hey, hear, man. 
All right, thank you. Uh, real quick, hey, Jerry, I called the show a couple of weeks ago, and I asked Craig a question about my favorite show, which was Entourage. Oh. And I don't know if you – I don't know, Evan, if you remember. Yeah, hold asked, on, hold on. Jeff asked us a trivia question about your character. Oh, boy. And did, did yeah. you stump – I think you stumped us, right? Well, you Craig got it after a little while. He's like, uh, I think it's Sal. Well, hold on, but Jeff, 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 before we continue, let me tell you a little secret about my friend Craig Carton, who I love. I adore him. When he ums a few times, that's okay. code for let me go on the computer or let me give Tommy time to find the answer. But, yeah, the question was what was Turtle's real name? Wasn't that the question? Well, I actually just named the four characters, and you were like, oh, that's easy. And you said drama, Vince, uh, uh but when you got the turtle, I mean, no, 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 I don't want turtle. I want his real name. And you guys stunned, but then he came up with it. But I didn't want to call him out. Yeah, but real quick, it, so. real quick. Do you know Turtle's real name, Jerry, as the actor are who you, played him? Are you him? asking me? Yeah. Like, did you know it was uh, Sal? Yes, it's 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 actually Salasante, and there's a really great story behind it. Quickly, um, one of my best friends growing up uh, passed away very young, like 23 years old. And um, I'm not saying he was Turtle, but in my mind, he had that kind of fun spirit. And uh, I asked our showrunner, Doug Allen, in like season two, is Turtle ever going to get a name? He said, ah, in season eight. I'm like, we're not getting to season eight. <laughs> so one day in like season six, the script showed up in my house and he, without telling me, named Turtle Sal Asante. So ah, that is, awesome. it's one of the That's nicest awesome. things awesome. anyone ever done for That's me. That's awesome. That is awesome. Awesome story. I actually, I, know, I still watch episodes because I don't like regular TV. I hate commercials. I was just watching the episode the other day when you guys go to Vegas and slap around Seth Green. <laughs> so I do love the show, and I still watch it. Um, that being said, a couple of football things, bro. Um, for a Giant fan, you know who you want to get? Don't get Odell Beckham. Go sign Mike Gusecki, okay? Uh, he's a really good tight end. He just didn't work with our system. And for the Jets, um, we don't want – I mean, sorry. I'm a Dolphin fan. I, I don't know if everyone remembers. I don't want Tom Brady. All I want – is for my MVP quarterback to stay healthy for 17 games. Because if he does, he puts up better numbers than all those other guys in front of him. He just has to stay healthy. I agree, dude. And if he does, we'll be fine. I agree. You know, I, I'm trying to figure a good comparison. And I mentioned earlier that when Peyton Manning was going on his tour, coming off the neck injury, the Jets were rumored, and I was against it because they had Mark Sanchez. Right. Because that was my guy. And obviously, turned out to be dead wrong. If I was a Dolphin fan right now, after what I saw Tua do in the first half of last year, where he legitimately played like an MVP, and even like guys like Craig wouldn't give him credit. Ah, his passes don't look good. He's underthrowing this guy. I'm like, dude, who gives a crap? The results are there. And I thought he was disrespected, and I, there's a reason why, and it, it bothers me. But uh, people hate him because he's a lefty, and it annoys me. <laughs> they don't like the way the ball comes out of a left-hander's hand, and this is personal to me because I am a lefty. And I believe that when people were mocking my shots playing basketball the other day, it's because I'm a lefty. They, just like, they like mocking lefties. Other than left-handed swings in baseball, which everyone thinks is beautiful, except for mine, of course, because it isn't beautiful, lefties get the short end of the stick. So I think Tua was getting kind of hammered unfairly. But, dude, if I'm a Dolphin fan, I'd be afraid to not give him another opportunity. I don't think if, if the concussion situation isn't as bad as it was – yeah, I don't even if even if Tua's end of year was similar to sort of how it was going when you saw he was like playing concussed and not looking like himself. It what he did before that was plenty enough to be confident rolling into this season with him. 
the best case scenario for the Dolphins is that he's healthy and he 100%. can play. It's not. I'm not. No Brady. No Rodgers. Best case for the Dolphins is Tua can play and he's healthy. And shocking that you. It must drive you nuts that the Knicks start three lefties. Then if you have this lefty, <laughs> it must drive you must lose sleep that Bothers the Knicks me. start three lefties. Bothers me. It must drive you crazy. I was like, man, I wish I had that. You wish the Nets had three lefties. Oh, that'd be so good for you. I got a soft spot for lefties and redheads. You know. <laughs> sure. Now, I'm not even a redhead anymore. I used to have much redder hair, and now it's like brownish. I don't know what the hell happened. But, yeah, redheads and lefties. And, you know, lefty redheads were dying out. True story. There's only like uh, 500 of us left in the world. So you know why? <laughs> what is that? Because no one wants to mate with you. <laughs> Whoa. <at> this guy. <laughs> That's off the top rope right there. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, Thomas Jefferson was a lefty redhead. True story. Yeah, I that's... think you upset him a lot by calling the Entourage theme song cheesy. I think you really got to him. <laughs> no, this is what we do. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but that one felt like a little extra. That had a little extra. Oh, that was, on it. That's, uh, but it's, if it's, I, it's funny because it's true. If I really <laughs> wanted to hammer Big Macs, like you know, like, you know, with all your friends, the soft spot, the spot that would bother them. Yeah, you cut them deep. So for me, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. If I ever really annoy you, talk about my man boobs. You do that, you got me hurt. Because I know they exist, and I'm you know self conscious about it, but that that hurts. Like that's a, you know, mocking the Mets to the Nets. It's like yeah, I'm used to that. You go right there to the MBs. We got a problem with Big Mac. All you got to do is watch this. Watch how much I piss him off. <clears throat> Anthony Volpe is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Look how angry he is. His 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 resting that's, B that's face one, is getting though. angry. Though. It's a new one. It is. It a bothers new me a little bit, but it's a new one. What's yours? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, because you know I'm short. That's never bothered me. Uh, I would definitely was overweight for a while. That never bothered me. Because uh, you knew you could change it. I can't change the short thing, but no, yes, the, the overweight the, thing. The I'm overweight, sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah. and I tried very hard to change it. I don't know if I really have one that like if you say to me I'm 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 like I'm spinning out of control for a minute. Wow. Now I got to figure it out. <laughs> it might take you a minute. I mean, it's there. My wife knows what it is. Oh, she does. <laughs> Probably. Huh. She probably created She probably found it existed. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. Well, by the way, SNY, thank you from Grubhub. I think, you know what my wife knows that bothers me? If you And callers do this to me all the time, and they don't even do it on purpose. When you claim I said something, I didn't say. It's like the old friend says, I didn't say that. Except I really didn't say that. So like, you looked at me right now and said, Evan, you know, I can't believe that you said that Jacob DeGrom, you're glad he's gone. You're glad he went to Texas. And I, I would get very upset. Like, I never said that with that. What the bleep? That, that's another one. That's a soft one right there. Well, you know, I guess this isn't the same, but it's on par. If you don't tell the whole story, like if you just pull the parts that make me look like, and, uh, you know, you, you talked about it on these airwaves yesterday with that giant situation mm -hmm. where I was there. To, like, that was told from one side. And if I don't get my side. Oh, yes. If I don't get my side, that's yes. where I, I really, you could get me like that. We do need to address this in fairness to Jerry. Um, and we'll do it coming up. I'll tell you an exact time so you can set your clocks <laughs> right at 420, which is a magical time. We got two accusations against my guy, Jerry Ferrara, that he needs to respond to. One is an accusation Craig threw out on the air about an incident before a Giant game involving, hey, you want to meet Turtle? The other one is a basketball accusation of you wanting to call a lot of fouls. So the floor will be yours. We'll set it up. We'll even play the audio coming up at 420. So get ready because you get to defend your good name. I'm already, my ears got hot. I'm already fired. All right. It's going to be the longest 16 minutes of his life. <laughs>
Uh, let's go to Matt in Waldwick on the fan. How are you, Matt? Hey, what's going on, guys? Jerry, uh, you're doing a great job today. Uh, Evan, before I knock you down a little bit, I got to praise you, man, because you can uh, bounce from co-host to co-host. It uh, doesn't matter the age, the person. So really solid, uh, you know. Thank you. It's been very and, fun. Uh, it's been and, very fun going co-host to co-host <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but um, anyway, now I got to knock you down a little bit. So, you know, back to that, uh, the Jets-Giants, you know, fan talk. Um, as a 49er fan and uh, listening to the hometown teams around here, the Jets are just, you know, you guys and you fans, like, you haven't done anything, you know. Uh, you can't develop quarterbacks. You claim your defense is top five when it's not, you know. Uh, and, and all you do is talk about, like, oh, we're going to get Brett Favre. We're going to get Tim Tebow. We're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Like, establish a team. Establish a foundation. Like, build a team. Build a quarterback. And then talk about doing something. And, like, yeah, right. Like, Daniel Jones wasn't even talked about really this week. Oh, well, hold on. I hold on. You guys on the way home. Matt, can I argue with you about Jets, something? Jets, 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 Jets. <laughs> and I think, you're, I think you're the ultimate fan mush for your teams. The Jets, the Mets, and the Nets. Oh, I'm a fanboy, but usually I expect bad crap to happen, so it's not positive no, fanboyness. He calls fan oh, second time you were called a fan a mush today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, let me. Can I counter something yeah, to I don't you? Know, I, the mush part I can't counter. I'm a giant mush. But you said <laughs> you got to build something, right? You got to build something. The Jets have built something. Like, don't you think that what? their roster? A good roster. They built a roster. It's not like they're trying to buy a super team. This isn't the Nets. They're trying to add a quarterback to their roster. By the way, when the Niners went to a Super Bowl, you did it with a quarterback that you had added from somewhere else. We've argued it. We've talked about this. You know I'm not a huge fan of Jimmy G. He overthrew Emmanuel Sanders. But I get it. So that being said, it's the NFL. you got to have a good roster, right? I get that. And which you guys have a decent roster, but it's not like – like, all I heard this year was how good the Jets' defense was, right? But some of those games could have been won by your top defense. I, I agree. So here's, a, here's, what I would, here's what I would say about the Jet defense. They didn't force enough turnovers in the second half. No one could argue that. And they would not, in certain moments, especially late in the year, get the big stop. The Lion game is a great example of it. But when you look at the 17-game season, they were top five defense. They were. I mean, whatever metric you want to look at, they were a really good defense. But those critiques about not forcing turnovers or inability to get that big stop, which did happen numerous times, that's fair, too. No one's saying they're a perfect defense. I'm not saying they're the 85 Bears, but wouldn't you agree, Jerry, as a football fan, that this was still a top five or top ten defense in the NFL? What I think is, if if you if they did do all those things you said, if they got more stops, if they caused more turnovers... They probably get that Dolphins playoff spot, but without the quarterback, you're probably losing. Maybe not even as impressively as the Dolphins did. The Dolphins hung around in that game, right? So, uh, yeah, maybe you would have got to the playoffs for sure. But the big question problem is you don't have. Maybe it is Mike White. Who knows? I don't know. We didn't see him enough. He got hurt, but it was the quarterback. Well, that's why. But that's why the argument our last caller made about you know the quick fixes. You got to build something. They are building something. Yes. Yes. I mean, on that videotape last night, videotape, I found something like I'm 50, on that <laughs> live stream last night, Sauce Gardner, defensive rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year, Brees Hall, could have been offensive rookie of the year if he didn't get hurt. Like, are they not building something? 
They're a quarterback away from being really good. Not even saying a Super Bowl team. Really good. Yes. So what pisses me off to no end is when people make this comment about you're looking for the quick fix. Jerry, they built a roster. It, it's not, you know, that, yeah, I, I God, I'm going to defend these, this team again. I can't believe it. It's not a quick fix situation. It's just not. There's not, like, they're not plugging holes. They have to address the most important position in sports. Yes. <laughs> that's what, that's it, is not the quick, most, it is the most important that's position That's not in a sports. quick fix. It's the most important position in sports. Now, you do need a roster, but they, they have it. And they have a good pick this year. So and, it's only going to get better. And that's why I don't think there's any other team interested. Because name me the other team in the NFL. And there's a few we could kind of go off about or argue about that are literally a quarterback away from taking that massive jump to being a contender. I don't think the Raiders fit that bill at all. I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think this team fits, but I think in the end, again, taking in their situation, I think if the Panthers had a real quarterback, I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl team by any stretch, but in the NFC, that's a playoff team. Yeah, the division far. is so bad. The division's so bad. And yeah. the conference, again, it, it, they don't have 10 great quarterbacks. They don't have five great quarterbacks in the NFC. It's incredible, right? So I, I think, if, you know, the Panthers are a frisky, fun team with a good quarterback. But no, I, look, I just worry if Rodgers not playing for team retirement at this point. That's really the biggest competition. That's crazy. Imagine, that he walks away. Imagine losing to team retirement. Oh, God. That's a that's a very Jetsy thing right there. I think that's worse than him going back to the Packers. For sure it is. Yeah. That's, the la- that's him saying, I don't want to go back to Green Bay. You know what? <laughs> I don't want to go here either. I'm out. Those are my two options. I choose retirement. Yeah, that would be the worst. I agree. That's the most pathetic one. Joe's in the Bronx. What's up, Joe? Hey, Evan. Uh, huge fan of you and Craig. Congrats on, you know, the show being, you know, a year plus. We appreciate uh, it. Jerry, Jerry, huge, huge fan. Uh, I actually just finished binging uh, Entourage for I don't even know how many times. Nice. Uh, I, I, I binge it at least twice a year. Twice uh, a year? That's impressive. And, and it's not just me. Me and my boys in the group chat, it's always going off on uh, Entourage trivia. Oh, how, how's it holding up on the second two, twice a year? Uh, how does the show hold up still in 2023? <laughs> easily, easily. My man. Uh, wait, wait, I'm curious if, Joe, you invited, and I'm not putting you in a spot to have to say yes, but let's say they invited you to Entourage Trivia Night. As <laughs> yes, somebody that yes. was on the show, and I assume you haven't binged it. Maybe, maybe you've watched it once or twice. I don't know. You tell me. I definitely haven't binged it. I've seen the episodes <laughs> okay. at some point, but I, I was in, I, you know, I have a different kind of memory because I read the scripts a bunch of times. So do you think you it. would win Entourage Trivia? Oh, yeah, for sure. You'd kick I, his ass. Yeah, I think. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I would be a worthy I opponent. I would, hope, I would hope so, but I don't know. The only reason I ask, and I, I know this is going to make me look pathetic, but I own my patheticness. <laughs> so I listen to a podcast uh, hosted by, and I'll let you make your point. I apologize. A podcast hosted by Jenny Garth and um, uh, Tori Spelling, in which they go back and rewatch old episodes of 90210. Yes. And Jenny Garth doesn't remember <laughs> anything. She said, Oh my God, Kelly gets together with Dylan? Like she forgot basic stuff, which leads me to think that some actors probably are like, Yeah, I did it. I don't remember everything. But then some actors are like, No, I remember everything because Tori Spelling remembers everything. And Jenny Garth doesn't know a damn thing. And I have a good memory, which is going to serve me well at 420 when I get to make my case for everything. <laughs> it's going to serve me very well. I have a great memory. I think I would be a really tough opponent for you in uh, Entourage that, Trivia. That's where I'm trouble with the memory. But my brother-in-law, he's it's the the trivia he comes up with and, and the, the quick answers is unbelievable. He's not like Craig where he's umming he's for a few seconds and Googling it at all. <laughs> Shots. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's also good that HBO Max finally got uh, the movie on, so you could binge the series straight into the movie now. Yeah, and by the way, I did. When me and my wife first got together, we, we used to binge a bunch of shows. We binged Entourage, and we binged it right into the movie. Freaking Fantastic. tremendous. Yes. And that's the it's way the great. movie was and, intended to be a big episode, you know? Yes. That's how it yes. was intended exactly, to be. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Uh, my my one question to you, Jerry. Uh, you said you went from Mattingly to Jeter. No Bernie in between? Oh, I look. I love Bernie. Love Bernie. I, I I don't think Bernie Williams gets enough credit, especially when you look at like his po- not not even close. Right, especially when you look at what he did in the postseasons. Oh. I mean, he I, Bernie is beloved, and he's he's on my he's probably in my top five all time for sure. But like when you just look at Jeter and the captain and all, yeah, he surpassed me. Bernie, I'd probably say is four or five, maybe even Bernie. The, me. the best part about Bernie is that he bridged the bad into the good. Right. Like, he was a part of the bad at yes. the end and then bridged it into the good. But your all-time favorite player is not a quantifiable thing like, oh, I'm looking at this stat. I'm looking at what this guy did. Sometimes you just fall in love with guys for whatever reason. Yeah, but I've always I've always loved our huge home runs in the postseason. Oh, he was, he was incredibly and close. We, talk, we talked off the air about, you know, no one bats 300 anymore. You could almost pencil him in for 302 every year. I, yes. I loved Bernie. And what was cool about Bernie, and I know he wanted to, is that the Yankees basically dumped him at the end. They had no interest in him coming back. And Bernie Williams had opportunities to play elsewhere. Uh, I heard the Mets gave him a chance to come to spring training and be on the that team. That would have been tough. No, no, I'm, I'm glad he did. Yeah. I'm glad, I think that's kind of cool. Now, I know that some guys will bounce around with one team at the end and you forget about it. Like Joe Namath played for another team. And we all just forget about it. Patrick Ewing, your guy, played for other teams. But you just try to plop it out of your memory. But it was cool that Bernie never played anywhere. All you guys never played anywhere. Mariano, Jeter, Andy, you know, he has a little respite in Houston. But, yeah, for the we most forget part, that, too. No one, forget- rem- no one remembers that. <laughs> no one remembers no that? No one remembers he went there for a couple of years. You know why? Because he got hurt a lot of that time in Houston. He barely pitched. He pitched in the World Series. I remember these Houston years very well. It bothered me a lot. Yeah, no, it bothered all of us. But at least he was able to right the wrong by coming back. Yes, and I mean, that's, that's why I, I think maybe I go Bernie four, Pettit five. To, or no, I'm sorry. Wait, maybe Bernie four, Posada five, Ber- Andy six because he left. It makes me very bitter that you have so many guys that you can go back and forth on. On this guy's my favorite. That guy's yeah. my favorite. I'm so. We didn't even get that. to Paul O'Neill. We didn't even get to. Uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You got to go to Rico Bronia. Uh, Tim Raines. Yeah. Oh, oh, Rock Raines. Yeah. yeah. Wow, we're nerding out today. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Let's go to Corey and Montclair. Hey, Corey. Evan, what's going on, brother? What's up, man? Nothing much, man. I'm a big fan. I don't think you get enough credit, but you're out saying what you do. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Hey, I just want to make a point real quick. I think the solution to the Yanks' problems right now in outfield would be Brett Gardner. I think he needs to make a comeback. Brett I saw him last year. Gardner I th- is back! <laughs> I, think he need- I think he needs to make a comeback with, you know, with that photo that came out last year. Uh, with the guys out and dinner and all that stuff, I think that would be a big, uh, big... And also, speaking of Brett Gardner, I want to make something very clear. I made an accusation about a week and a half ago, Jerry. I've gotten into pickleball. I've taken up pickleball. Wow. I'm at, I'm at war with some pickleballers. What does that mean? Because they try to... I, when I play pickup basketball, we take up one half of the court. They got their other. There's four basketball players and 90 pickleball players. They want us off the court. <laughs> I would never do that. They try to chase us off the court. Really? Yeah, they don't feel we deserve the real estate. Well, listen. First of all, I want to make something clear. They don't represent all pickleball uh, players. I appreciate that. Uh, but I love pickleball. And I was playing pickleball, and I saw this bald gentleman who was pretty jacked. 
and I thought it was Breck Gardner. And I came on the air and said, listen, I think Brett Gardner was playing pickleball. I have confirmed, ladies and gentlemen, it was not Brett Gardner. <laughs> Shocking. Okay, because I went back to play pickleball a few days ago, and I saw the same bald man, and I got a better look at him. Not Brett Gardner. Did he fit the like the, the parameters, like height, Dude. and like he fit all of it? He Not only did he fit all of it, he was playing lefty. Like, I saw him throw one of the pickleballs at one point back to the other guy. Lefty. I mean, what are the odds of that, Jerry? Yeah, I think I think you had a. It was a shot. You were in the ballpark. I had a shot. So he's not playing pickleball. He's active and ready to go. So as soon as Brian Cashman makes that call, there you go. You got yourself your center fielder, and he has not retired. I, I, I confirm that. Like he didn't file any retirement paperwork, so he is still available for all you Yankee fans. It would be a nice story. It really would. No, it would be a really nice story. I, I, I but I mean, maybe I, don't, I just don't see it as the answer. Maybe it's the answer for a month. I don't know. All right. I don't think it's going to happen. Don't worry. I think Brian Cashman is off that drug finally of uh, Breck Gardner. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.